the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. More resources available online at jenniferjackson.com. This is Simply for Women. Yes, it is. And I have Galen Williams here with us today. She has a fabulous testimony, and you are going to absolutely love her heart for Israel. We have that in common. Welcome to the show, Galen. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to have you here. We do share that in common, our heart for Israel. And I want to get to that on this show. We want to talk about maybe even the end times just a little bit and uh, Christ and all those wonderful things. Tell us how you came to know the Lord or how did you begin uh, to even to care about the nation of Israel? Well, I was raised down in Guatemala. My parents were missionaries. Um, serving with Wycliffe Bible Translators. Um, I, so I grew up knowing, knowing the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to a boarding school from the time I was 6 to 13. And then when I was in high school, when I started high school, when I was only 13, we moved to Southern California. So I accepted Christ as a young child, but God really got a hold of my life when I was just 13. And so it was at that point I committed my life to serve God, and so I had to get through high school, get through college, joined Wycliffe as, as a missionary myself, and went back to Guatemala. That wasn't ever quite in the plan, my plan, but God knew. Um, so I was with Wycliffe Bible Translators for 16 years, and then later with the Navigators. And um, since 1999, I've been... Um, the president of Relationship Resources, which is a nonprofit um, offering books and training on relationships with God, ourselves, and others. So empowering individuals, churches, ministries in um, relationships. I just Uh, love, I love that growing up in a mission family and mission home. Is there anything you want to tell us about what was that like to grow up in Guatemala on the mission field? Well, it was a challenge in many ways. With I mean, it was great being at home, so I was at home until I was six, but then being sent away to a boarding school there in Guatemala, that was really, really hard. Yeah. But I didn't realize how hard it was until my, my own kids started growing up and got to those ages, and I realized what they missed or what I missed out on from being away from my parents in those those important years of my life. Oh, wow. That would have been really hard. Uh, are your parents still alive? Are you still close to them? No, they, they have both um, gone on to their reward, as mm. my dad used to say. Oh, wow. <laughs> I just so love and respect uh, missionary families and Wycliffe Bible translators. What a heritage in God. I mean, thank you, you know, and thanks to your parents for serving the Lord. That's such a beautiful thing. It's, it is, there's so much sacrifice. I was listening to a song on the way in today from, um, oh, can't think of the name of the singer, but it was 
you provide the fire and I'll provide the sacrifice. Yes, I love that. It was really good. How do you stay you fresh ask- in the Lord in your relationship with the Lord? You talk about relationship resources. How do you keep your relationship fresh when you've known God most of your life? Oh, my goodness. I could go on for hours about that. <laughs> it is my first priority, spending time with the Lord every day. Um, I grab a cup of coffee, a cup of lemon juice, a cup of coffee, and sit down with the Lord. And over the past, since I was 13, I've averaged probably two, two or more hours a day just spending time with the Lord. Often it's like, often it's like five hours. And um, yeah, so just prayer, daily prayer, Bible study, worship, hearing God, doing spiritual warfare, mm. um, making declarations, declaring God's truth yeah. over my life, my family and ministry, mm. um, gratitude. I have mm. a gratitude list that I started in 2011 and have over oh. 7,000 things on it. <laughs> and what I, I love it. what I've realized of what, and sometimes I don't write anything on it for months. But when the times are the hardest mm. for me, like if I'm struggling with whatever or I'm discouraged or depressed, I will take out that list and I will challenge myself to write down 20 things or more that I'm grateful for. Mm. And it doesn't matter how tiny they are. It's amazing how that changes my perspective. Yes. Um, so, and that goes along with choosing joy, choosing to be joyful regardless of what happens. But being grateful really does help with choosing joy. Oh, oh it really does. It, that is a wonderful way to spend our time. There's so many things we could waste our time on, and we're all tempted to do that from time to time. But what a wonderful way to keep uh, going and growing in the Lord. That is fabulous. Tell us about, let's talk about Israel. How, how did you learn about Israel, gain a heart for Israel? When did you go to Israel for the first time? Well, I probably grew up knowing about Israel, you know, just mm-hmm. hearing about mm-hmm. it from, you know, from the, from the Old Testament. However, I grew up thinking that we, that Christians had replaced Israel. And so I always wanted to go to Israel just to see all the history there, but I didn't understand God's heart. And so my first time going there was in 1999. I was in Jordan training missionaries from all over the Middle East on interpersonal skills and stress management. And so I thought, if I'm that close, I was like one hour away from Israel when I was in Amman. And so I went over there. It was only six days. My 11-year-old, my youngest son, was was traveling with me. And we took six days. And then after that, it's like I have been all over the world training people, missionaries and churches. But Israel's the only place I ever really wanted to go. And it's the only place I really wanted to go back to. So in, night, uh, let's see, two, 2017, mm-hmm. Um, the Lord opened up a door for me to go for 40 days. With, oh, uh, wonderful. Team. We came from, we were in Mozambique together, and then we went to to Israel. And when I was there, I knew that I was going to be living there as much as I can. So uh, since then, I've been living there 
I try to be there like half the time, but you know, God, uh, God has me on a need-to-know basis. So, <laughs> um, uh, so I never know when when it is. I can make I can make plans or I can have desires, but the Lord knows the right timing. So, did I catch there. that correctly? You you live in Israel half the time. Well, that's my goal, mm. and like this year wasn't that way, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, I I try to live there as you know as much as I can. Wow. Well, let's talk about our heart for the Jewish people for the state of Israel as Christians and what our heart should be. I I um I just would like to talk about that a little bit. Well, I think you know it's important for us to get our hearts in alignment with God's heart and what He has to say, and. You know, to realize that that God has not given up on Israel and on the Jews. Um, so, like, a qu- good question is, do you, and, you know, whatever listeners, do you believe God keeps his word? Now, most of us would say yes, but a follow-up question, what about all of God's promises to Israel and the Jews in the Old Testament? At that point, many of us will waver. Well, I don't know. You know, they sinned and they crucified our Savior. And so we think that God gave up. And this is what I used to think. God gave up on his promises. But no, when he promises something, he's going to do them. And there's still a lot in the Old Testament that he has not done yet that is still on his heart. Um, like one of one really powerful verse that I never even noticed until I started writing some books on on Israel. It's Jeremiah thirty two forty one. God says, "I will rejoice in doing them good," and He's talking about the Jews. And I will plant them in this land, the land of Israel, in faithfulness with all my heart and all my soul. It is the only place in all of Scripture that God says he's going to do something with his whole heart and his whole soul. There's nothing that he says about Christians from the New Testament, but about the Jews. And so, I mean, that must be pretty important if he says that. And then he repeats the basic um, concept of bringing the people back to the land at over 60 times in scripture. When God says something once, it's pretty important. When he says it twice, it's very important. When he says something over 60 times, I think that is extremely important. Oh, absolutely. Galen Williams talking about how God over 60 times talked and made promises for Israel. He loves Israel. I love Israel. Israel is a miracle, a modern-day miracle, the regathering of God's people to the land. We have to pray for them. We want to have a heart for them. It says in Jeremiah 31, 10b, He who scattered Israel is gathering him and will keep him as a shepherd keeps his flock. That was Galen Williams. You can go to GodsHeartForIsrael.com to learn more. And I'm Jennifer Jackson. You've been listening to Simply for Women. Go to JenniferJackson.com. I have resources for you there. I even have some downloads. I have a book for you. Go to JenniferJackson.com.
We hope that today's show has been a blessing to you as you seek to simply live out your faith. To hear today's show again or to share it with a friend, search Simply for Women wherever you get your podcasts. Or visit Jennifer's website at jenniferjackson.com. That's jenniferjackson.com. Thanks for joining us on Simply for Women. Take time today to simply be, simply be with God. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.